0: what's going on everyone welcome back to another episode of in the gym with noel i am your host noel i ask that you hit that like button hit that subscribe button leave a comment down in the comment section and make sure you hit that notification bell so that you can be notified whenever there's a new video up on the channel today we have a couple questions that came in from two young ladies and i want to say thank you guys for sending these questions in question number one is do you think it is better to get married at a young age Question number two is: Do you think, as humans, we are biologically wired to cheat on one another? Question number three: What is it like to parent with a toxic parent? Okay. Question number four: Why does the state? Why do the states allow women to bail out of, to be bailed out of the poor choices they continuously make, but punish men whenever they choose not to participate in those poor choices, i.e., the woman and man sleep together? and become pregnant, but the woman refuses to get an abortion. However, the man has to accept the responsibilities of the decision that is solely made by one of the two parties, even if he didn't agree to have the child. Okay. Uh, So let's start with the first question. Question number one, do you think it is better to get married at a young age? I think for uh, women it is. I believe that if you are a young woman and you get married early on, you have a better chance at being happy, quote unquote, and you have a better chance at success in a marriage than you do if you get married later on in life. Um, I believe that for men, um, I believe you should be well established um, or on your way to being fully established before you decide to get married. Um, I do believe that choosing a wife who is, um, A virgin when it comes to marriage, not in the actual sense, but just what I mean is one who has not been married before is probably your better choice. Um, However, if um, the choice you make is a woman who has been married before, I do believe it can work. However, the probability of it not working out is higher. Um, Question number two, do you think as humans we are biologically wired to cheat on one another? Um, I think that the word cheat is the word that is troubling me. I do not think that as human beings, we are biologically wired to cheat on one another. However, I do believe that um, it could be more than one option in the world for each individual person. Um, I do believe that since um, the dawn of time uh, up until now, um, there was an inherent reason why there were more of one gender than it was of the other. Now, when we sit down and we figure out what capitalism and all this stuff has done um, and why religion and capitalism kind of go hand in hand, um, I think that we can start to see where people started to say that it was quote unquote, uh, part of religion as to why you only dated one person, quote unquote, monogamy came out of more of a capitalistic capitalism system than it did out of an actual religion-based system. Now, people can shape it to be and to uh, interpret it however they want to interpret it. However, I do believe that one gender is in an abundance for the simple reason that it's not just one person per uh, each individual that lives on the face of the earth. Now, if you are the unicorn and you decide, hey, you know, I just want to be with one woman and one woman only, or I just want to be with one man and one man only, then more power to you. I am not telling you to step out on your partner. However, I am actually, however, I am actually in agreement that I don't think anyone should cheat. Um, as a young man said a couple uh weeks ago on our channel, uh down in the comment section. Um, I do not agree with cheating on anyone. I think that if you ain't a person that you with are not working out, don't cheat. Just go find somebody else that works for you. Now, what tends to happen is People still the choice of whether or not you should be with one person or multiple. And then they try to use religion and things in the past, such as my grandparents or my parents didn't have, as a hold over you as to say why you should just be with them and them only. When in all honesty, we're fighting against biology and biology is telling us that there's actually more than one person out here for all of us. So if you are one of those people who feel like you should be with multiple people, I think you and your partner should sit down and discuss that in the beginning. And if the two of you agree on an open relationship, as you want to call it, or just seeing uh, other people in your time, then I think you should do that and you should pursue whatever makes you happy. So to answer your question, no, I do not think we are biologically wired to cheat, as in the essence of hurting someone to get what we desire. Um, I think that we are biologically wired to be attracted to more than one person. And, And naturally, you are ones who want to pursue what you are attracted to. Now that doesn't mean that you cannot be in love with the person that you are with and still pursue other people. I'm not saying that at all. We both know that, you know, it can't happen. However, I think that that is a conversation you should have with your partner before you step out on one another. Question number three, what is it like to parent with a toxic parent, um, i.e. co-parent with them? Um, I don't know. Um, honestly, I don't have that issue. Um, both my kids' parents, um, we do whatever we can to make it work um, even though we don't um, always agree on everything that we are doing you know uh, they have their decisions I have mine but at the end of the day I think it works you know with whatever what we are doing um, whatever type of and we are doing it works um, now like I say we don't always agree and sometimes um, that can cause conflict but you know through conflict comes resolution and all we do is sit down and discuss, you know, what's in the best interest of our children and we move forward from there. I believe that if you are in a toxic relationship or um, are you or if you are co-parenting and one of your co-parents are being toxic, I think that you should um, first address it to them. Now, if after addressing it to them and it does not work, then naturally you do have to take it to the court so you can get someone else to intervene. Because we all understand that sometimes people just don't want to behave until they're told to. Question number four, why do the states allow women to be bailed out of the poor choices they continuously make but punish men whenever they choose not to participate in those poor choices, i.e., woman and man sleep together, and now the both of them have brought a child into this world or are bringing a child into this world with the woman being pregnant, but the woman refuses to get any form of abortion. However, the man has to accept the responsibilities of that decision that is solely based on one of the two parties, even if he didn't agree to have the child. That's a lot to unpack. Excuse me. I think the first thing we have to address is why do the government or the states in the West and society bail out women um, for the poor choices they continuously make. Obviously, we don't have to pussyfoot around it. <clears throat> we don't have to tiptoe or dance around it. What What you're really saying is, why do we allow, why do we continuously um, support women who continuously to have babies by um, deadbeats, right? That's what we're getting at. Um, or why do we support women to continuously have children by men who don't want children by them? Now, it's one thing if you're just sleeping with someone and you're like, hey, yeah, we slept together, but I don't want to date you. We've all had that situation where you're like, yeah, you know, it was cool to sleep with them, but I don't want to date them. Um, most of them are called one-night stands, right? So out of those one-night stands that everyone has pretty much had at this point, who would you really want to say, hey, you know what? I would love to have a baby by them. Probably none of them. That's why they wear a one-night stand. However, what tends to happen in the men's situation is, You get a phone call from a woman who you didn't intend to date, intend to have a family with, and they're telling you, hey, even though it was a one-night stand, we hooked up, yada, yada, I'm now with child. It is your said child, and I need you to step up and be a parent, even though you don't want to be a parent because I want to be a parent. And I think that that is a poor way of looking at it, and I think that that is dooming the child and setting that child up for failure. A lot of people need to face the realization that just because you were great in bed don't mean you're going to be a great mom or dad. And it's just unfortunate that we take this out on the children because once you bring a child into this world, you have to raise them. And it takes two to raise a child. You know, um, it could take more in some situations, but at least two parents to raise a child, i.e. co-parenting, right, in some form or fashion. And if the person that you are laying down with does not want to have a child, I don't think you should force that child onto them. Now, I know what a lot of people are saying. Well, it takes two to tangle. I agree. However, the decision is solely made by one person in this situation, and it's the woman. So, if the woman has sole decision on whether or not he or she should have the child, then I think the man should be able to opt out of this decision. Now, I know what you guys are thinking. Well, a man can. The man can go to court. The man can turn over his paternal rights and so forth, yada, yada. However, in 99.9% of those cases, it is denied and the person is and the person is instructed by the courts to take care of their child. So if you are a man who is out and about and you're having sex with, with women, right? And you're single and you're moving through life and you come across a one night stand, you sleep with someone, and even though you did not have the decision, or if you didn't even want children, because I've heard this happen to a lot of people and I have a close friend of mine who this situation actually happened to, um, and you don't want a child, not saying that you don't want the child and you're not going to love your child because if the child is here at this point, it is what it is. We all have to take care of it. However, it is a poor decision that the courts are making when we're bailing women out of situations and we're punishing men. What I mean by saying um, we're punishing men and what the, the uh, question that was sent in is alluding to is why do men go to jail and women get Section 8, food stamps, Link, EBT, whatever you want to call it? Why do women get bailed child support, alimony, in certain situations? So why, do is it, why is it that women are held here when it comes to this, and men are held below the threshold? When we all see the statistics, and the statistics say that coming from a single mother household, you produce more grapes, it's a prison-to-pipeline situation, children, children are more likely to grow up in poverty, and I know what you're thinking, well, wouldn't it be the same with the man? But statistics show that with a single father, they have the same outcome as a two parent household. Obesity is high. School dropout is high when it comes to a single mother. Obesity is high when it comes to a single mother, not the father. So if all of these things fall directly at the woman's doorstep, why is a society are we continuously bailing them out of these poor decisions? Because let's be honest, a woman knows when a person is trash, right? Good in bed, but sucks at being a dad. However, they still, cont- they still keep the child. Why would you want to put your child through that? Because so now you have a child who you can barely take care of with a guy who doesn't want anything to do with you, who is also terrible at taking care of himself and you're forcing them, you think the government is going to force them to take care of you and that child for the rest of your life. So I think that women should be held more accountable for those choices that they make. If a man does not want that child, I do not think that he should have to be responsible for it. I know that's going to ruffle a lot of feathers out there, but I think that that's the part that we're lacking is the accountability portion. And a lot of women go, hey, well, it's my body I should be able to choose. No one's saying you shouldn't. You are making a choice. You are deliberately choosing who you are laying down with and having a child by. And as I said before, you probably need to start screening the men you are sleeping with as either potential husbands or fathers instead of one-night stands. You can be as monogamous or as free as you want to be, but understand that there are consequences that come with you just constantly sleeping around. Men cannot get pregnant. Women can So biologically, you are putting yourself in a situation that you shouldn't be putting yourself in, especially if you know the guy is not even going to stick around for date number two, let alone 18 years. So those are my answers on those questions that I sent in. Thank both you ladies for sending those questions in. You know who you are. Uh, I kept you anonymous for a reason. I appreciate everything you guys are doing out there. Until next time, I want to say hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, leave a comment down in the comment section. If you do have a question, um, there is a link in this video that will tell you where to send in your remaining questions in case you guys have not been sending them. I thank you all for listening in and tuning into the podcast. Once again, I am your host, Noelle, and this is uh, another episode of In the Gym with Noel. Catch you guys later. Peace.